The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's program. We have a friend of the show back from Lake Taps. That's out there in Washington State. It's absolutely beautiful. I mean, stunningly beautiful looking at your pictures. Jason Cease, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me, Paul. Yes, sir. So years ago, you uh, busted out the podcast app. If I remember the story correctly, and you typed in lawn care into the search bar, and you found us because you were starting a lawn care business. Uh, and then, is that correct? Yeah, so I had uh, I started um, my landscaping business after I had uh, gotten laid off from the rental car company, and the one I was looking that will for pick something you up, to, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I was uh, <laughs> I was just looking for something to listen to um, other than music because I get uh, you know you get bored with just listening to the same songs over and over. Uh, so I wanted something that would actually uh, provide some value, and so I was like, huh, I wonder if there's anything on lawn care. So I just typed it in. And then uh, you popped up. And so I started listening to you. That's so cool. And then uh, you started building your business, start walking around the neighborhood, just hustling, trying to get an account and uh, started growing. And, uh, you know, you've been on the program many times before, but I can tell you, mm-hmm. your business is growing. You've been chatting with Alex Kirby, I believe, and, and uh, just yep. uh figuring out what's the right moves to make as you grow. And so, so many people, Jason, that are tracking with our program came into the industry around the same time. 2020 was a really popular year for various reasons. People got furloughed or laid off or just wanted to kind of take control of their destiny. And so there's a lot of people listening that are in that year, you know, three, year two, um, range. And so I just wanted you to share what's going on in your neck of the woods and what you're learning. Um, growing this business? Uh, yeah. So like the, the biggest, uh, struggle that I've come up across uh, right now is, uh, the adding employees and whether or not to, to grow it bigger where you need to add employees or, or keep it a, a solo operation. Um, this last season, um, was, uh, year two and I just happened to be really, uh, lucky that, um, my, uh, long time, uh, friend had moved down into the area, uh, from up North and he had been working with a landscaping company, um, up there. And so when he came down, he wasn't going to commute anymore. Um, cause it was like a hour and a half drive for him. Uh, so I asked him if he wanted to uh, work with me. So this last season, um, I, I added the, an employee. And so we were able to really 
um, take off and, and do some bigger projects that I was saying no to before um, since they were uh, a little bit too big for so my t- operation. Tell, tell us a little bit more about these projects. What what are we talking? What were you doing? Um, yeah, so we started uh, doing some hardscaping um, projects, um, some larger uh, sod installations, um, like 10 pallets or more. Nice. Um, yeah, and so those... Uh, as a single solo operator, those were a little bit too large for me to take on on my own. But with uh, a guy helping me, we were able to to knock those out um, pretty quickly. And, and especially since he was a lifetime friend, you know, I, I could trust that he wasn't going to uh, call out on the day of a big project or, or uh, you know, be flaky. He was going to be there, um, which is something that uh, when you're hiring employees, it's always a... Uh, nerve wracking in the back of my mind, uh, whether or not they're going to, uh, show up on time. Am I going to have to deal with a bunch of, uh, issues regarding attendance and, and all that. So, well, and that's uh, why that, go, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah. Just knowing that, uh, he's been, um, like a part of my life for so long, I, I could trust, uh, that he would be there for me. Yeah. And I think what I was going to say, that's why so many guys like Johnny Moe and, and Jason Creole, who, they just came to a point in their life where, you know, John, uh, Johnny Moe wants to coach his daughter's basketball games and, and he's got, you know, commitment to his family. He's like, you know what? I'm just gonna, um, I'm just gonna be solo and proud. And there's obviously a cap, you know, you can, there's only so many hours in a week where you can do the mm-hmm. labor and, and you kind of, you know, you want to reach that ceiling, but, but there is kind of a ceiling on there, but there's an incredible piece of, you're not worried about if the guy's showing up for work tomorrow, cause that guy's you and, and Jason, um, Creole down in Alabama, he's the same way. He's got 300 furt and squirt accounts and, um, mm-hmm. he does seven apps a year and he, any, he, any, and, um, all of his yards are, you know, within five, 10 minutes from his house. And he just, there's a piece about these guys. I was just actually hanging out with Jason that, um, they found that's what works best for them. And obviously you, you kind of cap yourself financially there, but you can make more than enough to pay all your bills and you set up some aside in retirement and investing. And so it's definitely, mm-hmm. um, being solo and proud has its benefits. So I just wanted to give a quick plug to everybody out there. It's like, you know what? I don't want to deal with the headaches of, yeah. uh, guys. Uh, I mean, I had one guy, Jason, and I, I knew this guy was flaky. So, and, 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 uh, anyway, I was like, Hey, you know, it was, it was coming up on Friday and I knew he was going to go out on Thursday night. So I'm like giving him the pep talk. Like you got to be ready in the morning. You know what I mean? Like you want me to call you? Do you want me to text you? You got your alarm set, you know? And, and lo and behold, he, <laughs> he never showed up. And, yeah. uh, or I called him. He's like, it's like, Hey man, where are you? You're like, Oh man. And then I get a text. I, I'm yeah. sick. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the that's the uh, worry, you know, when you go and hire somebody, um, especially in our industry, when uh, the type of work re- demands a lot out of your body. Um, if they aren't uh, prepared for that, if they've never worked in the industry, uh, there's a high probability that they're going to get exhausted and, and not want to continue. Um, I believe you have a story too when you did the roofing, right? That uh, after you realized how high it was, you didn't, you'd never been in the roofing industry. You're like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. I was one, and one on. and done, man. One, one week yeah. we, we worked out at the coast at the beach and, um, right. we're putting in a school, a roof on a school at the, um, Savannah, George at the beach. So we actually drove out there, stayed at the most raggedy motel 
forever. Um, <laughs> I could tell a funny, funny story, man, about this motel. It was raggedy. Okay. All kind of activities were going on at this, this place. And we stayed there and then, um, there's a Taco Bell right next to it. So we, you know, we work all day. We come home, you know, get some Taco Bell, hang out at this raggedy motel. So I think that was part of it too. I was like, man, this is, this is not the life I want to live. And then, um, mm-hmm. We drove back after the week and, and the guy gave me the money and then he's like, well, see you Monday. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, I know I'm supposed to give two weeks, but uh, I'm not going back down. So, yeah, but yeah, see, and, and you're a very trustworthy guy. So like that, it, it just happens in these types of industries, you know, where the, the if you're not expecting the work or if you uh, get an employee who doesn't really know what to expect um, that it can happen like that. And then that's, that's always the, the worry. If, you, if you're trying to grow, um, that's the issues that you'll, you'll run up across, I, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very difficult to find somebody. We, we're passionate about our business and our name and, and we, and there's a, a level of pride. You're putting in those 10 pallets aside. You want every piece to be perfect and it to be just crispy and not, well, not crispy, the grass, but you know what I mean? Like excellently done and, and, and mm-hmm. no one else is going to have that kind of passion towards your business. And then Costco's air conditioning and they're offering them more money and, you know, so-and-so is offering them even more money. And, and, and so it's, it's very, very difficult to, to get employees. Cause one of the things, um, that drives me crazy is, is people just, they run this theoretical mathematical equation. Well, yeah, grow here and add this, but, but like everything's perfectly going to work out and it doesn't, it, that's not the way it goes. And so you got to calculate that. And I, I don't want to overstep you sharing your story here. So we'll get back to your story, but you got to calculate that into growing What's going to happen when the guy does not show up? What's going to happen even worse when the guy quits, let alone not showing up. So um, tell us more about the decisions you made. And before, before we hang up, I want to hear about your um, sod um, best practices with grading and everything. I remember we were talking about the best way to do that. I want to hear, I want to hear what you found. Um, So anyway, tell us a little bit more about where you're at, how you're growing. So I I say all that to uh, fast forward to this year. Um, during the off season, since we don't have any, uh, uh, work actively going on, um, the employee I had ended up having to find another job and he was only going to look for like a, a part-time gig to get through the winter. Um, but ended up landing a, uh, um, significantly higher paying job. Um, also in the landscape industry as a, um, construction, uh, project manager. And so he is not coming back this year. Yeah. <laughs> so I decided I'm not going to, uh, um, look for an employee immediately. Um, I ended up landing a, uh, HOA contract. And so instead of hiring a new employee, I found equipment that would, uh, be more efficient than the equipment that I had and, um, ended up, uh, adding a right ZK 61 to my fleet so that I can, uh, mow the property at the HOA. Uh, much more efficiently and uh, save time that way Sweet. and not have to pay payroll. Sweet. That's a solid bower, man. Yeah. Yep. So I'm, I'm very excited about that. I added the, uh, the tweels to it so I don't have to uh, worry about any downtime with the flat. Um, just did everything to, to completely um, focus on efficiency um, so that I can tackle this large HOA project that has a couple acres of grass to mow, um, as well as, uh, um, a few flower beds to maintain. Um, so whatever I can do to, to maintain efficiency, um, 
and uh, get the jobs done quicker. Um, that's kind of what I focused on in, in this off season. Fantastic. Well, speaking of efficiency, I remember, I think, uh, you were the one that asked me about grading sod and, and I say, get the Toro Dingo with the soil cultivator mm-hmm. and, and they didn't have that in your neck of the woods. So what did you end up going with to efficiently prep the area, um, before you lay the sod down? Um, I use a, uh, a sod cutter okay. and, and then roll it up, throw it in the wheelbarrow, put it in my dump trailer. And then I can bring my, uh, a load of dirt back right on top of it and smooth it out with uh, the lawn leveling rake. Um, and that's been the most efficient way that I've been able to do it. Um, do you, obviously do you the, own the side cutter? Or do you rent one or? I rent one. It's okay. 60 bucks um, for the couple hours that I need it. And then um, I can usually get the, the sod ripped up uh, and moved away in, in a half day. And then I bring in the dirt so I, I can get everything prepped in one day and then um, bring in the pallet or two pallets of sod the following day um, and have it done. So the, the typical job that I'm doing is uh, between like 300 to uh, 700 square feet. They're, okay. all, they're all really small. So, yeah, they um, pallets of sod down here in Georgia are usually like 500 and four square feet. So you're, you're like one to two pallets. Yep. Yeah. Typically a one to two pallet job. Uh, ours come in uh, 480 square foot pallets. Okay. Fantastic. And then you, you run the sod roller over it afterwards. You got a sod roller. Uh, no, I rent all that too. So I don't really have uh space to store a lot of the extra lawn equipment, which is unfortunate. So the uh, sod roller, I'll, when I return the, the sod cutter, the following day after I've laid the sod, I'll go and just pick it up from the same uh, rental location. Uh, those guys uh, down there have a pretty good relationship with me now because uh, I, I go in there. You were you uh, going to the Home Depot rental or where are you going? No, there's a local rental shop. It's called uh, Bunce Rental uh, down here in uh, the Puyallup area. Okay. Um, nearby. Is that like a and mom so, and pop shop or is that regional or what? I've never um, heard of it. It's a, uh, they have like three shops. Okay. In Washington, I don't know if they're national. I think they're just a uh, local Washington. Have three shops right here in the the western side of the state. Um, yeah. So I I go down there and I have a good relationship with the guys. I'll bring them uh, some energy drinks um, on occasion or some donuts just to keep them happy. So when I need a quick turnaround on the the Toro, they can uh, get it flipped real quick for me. There you go, Mr. Producer. That's his diet, energy drinks and donuts. <laughs> well, speaking of Mr. Producer, we're going to kick it back to him and uh, hear from today's show sponsors. More with Jason from the lovely, I, I want to make it out there one day, man. Absolutely gorgeous part of the country, Lake Taps, uh, Washington. One more, Jason, coming right up. Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. 
You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. Have you heard the exciting news? Caleb and Brittany have started construction on what will be the Hardscape Academy's official headquarters for in-person training. This summer, you'll be able to go to their 8,400-square-foot facility in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and get the hands-on training you and your crew need to improve your skill set and earn more money. If you can't attend in person, they will always have their online training resources for paper installation, retaining walls, fire pits, and step installation, along with one-on-one coaching calls. All of this can be found at thehardscapeacademy.com. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, thehardscapeacademy.com is for you. And that link is in today's show notes. Alrighty, guys, we're back with Jason. Used to uh, work at a rental car company that was actually a very good company. I had many of my, uh, well, actually not many, two of my friends worked there for years and had nothing but positive things about saying about that company. But it sounds like you kind of um, can, can kind of reach a limit there. And, and uh, for you, that was um, a couple of years ago and you realized that um, it was time to move on or maybe they gave you a little little help, a little assistance <laughs> in your decision. Yeah. And um, yeah. at that point, you started a lawn care business, grew the lawn care business, had a reliable employee, and then he got a better opportunity, a uh, much better opportunity, took that. And so this year, it's a little bit of an adjustment, um, picking up on the, the HOA a large mowing account, going to do that yourself. Um, what else is, is your business plan um, for this year? And, and what would you say to guys that are just starting out as you're kind of a veteran now going into year three that, that you've learned or maybe things you wish you would have done better? Yeah. Um, so I have uh, in speaking with, I, I've done a few coaching calls with you and then um, Obviously, with uh, Brian's lawn maintenance, I did one with him my first year, and then uh, most recently with uh, uh, Alex Kirby of Trifecta. And um, his uh, little program that we want, went through was, uh, I think it was five total sessions, and uh, it was a deep dive into the business. And one of the, the biggest uh, like organizational things that I took away was the slot system for the lawn maintenance. Um, I had, uh, with the employee last year, added a lot more uh, lawn maintenance uh, customers to my route because we could handle uh, more. We were, we were twice as efficient. This year, um, I had to uh, spread it out a little bit and then figure out how many more I can actually add and, and still be able to uh, accomplish um, everything each day. So we, we broke it down into half-hour segments and, and put the, the lawn maintenance route together on paper. Um, so that way I can, uh, I can actively look at it and see how many slots available I have to add. Mm. So if somebody calls me and, and is requesting to, uh, get added to the list, I can be more picky, um, depending on whether or not it fits into that Tuesday route or that Monday route, um, based on their address. Um, without that, uh, visual, uh, last year, 
I, I was just adding customers willy nilly um, just to try and get as many people as possible because I knew that we could handle it. But that's not necessarily the the easiest way to do it when uh, you lose that employee and and now you got to be as efficient as possible in order to get everything done. Interesting. That's that's a really good idea. Yeah. So um, now I got them all broke down into their addresses um, and made the most efficient routes for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and I have the, the slots, uh, filled in, um, that Alex, uh, talked to me about. And so I can, I can look at it now. And so on my Monday route at this point, I probably have, uh, one slot left available to fill. And then on Tuesday I have two slots left available to fill before I'm maxed out. And then my Wednesday is completely full because that's my, uh, HOA day. Got it. That's really cool. Well, I'm, I'm glad yeah. you got connected with Alex. I was actually at his um, campus uh, when they moved into their brand new facility there. And it was absolutely impressive. It was about five o'clock. He's like, watch this. And, and we're just standing out there and, you know, crew one rolls in and crew two, then crew three, then crew four. They have a the gas pump there. So they go straight to the filling station and they fill up the truck and then here comes, you know, truck four, they have these beautiful enclosed trailers and truck five and truck six and truck seven. I was like, mm-hmm. Alex, I'm getting stressed out, man. I, here comes truck. He's like, there's one more. Here comes crew eight. And so, I mean, he's built yeah. a, a very impressive business. Um, I think they probably pushed 2 million bucks last year. And, um, if mm-hmm. you guys, if you guys are really looking to scale and grow, um, you know, he's, he's, really taking it for me that's stressful i'm like i i don't want i i don't want uh that type of business but but some people do and uh you know mm-hmm. it's just what you want so what, what was your experience good bad or ugly you don't you don't have if it is if his program sucked you can say it i i don't care yeah. uh, I, I i this is uh un, this is uh jameson unfiltered okay but uh how is yeah. your, how is your experience because what's really cool about you jason is you um you started and you got plugged in obviously with our podcast and Fullerton in this ecosystem where most comp lawn care companies out there that start, they don't even know who Alex Kirby is or Brian Fullerton or, or myself. And they just mm-hmm. willy nilly build their business and make mistakes. So uh, you've been a student, you've been a product of this community that's been building for years before you ever got into the industry. So what's been your experience from being able to be mentored by um, Brian and, and Alex. And, you know, I know you and I've talked several times. How has all that helped mm-hmm. your business or, or or what would you say to guys that maybe are just lone rangers and not taking advantage of these opportunities? Yeah, I'd say that uh, um, if there are big decisions that you're looking to make in your business and you're not really sure, like you think you know what you need to do, but you're not quite exactly sure. Um, having a, uh, a one-on-one coaching call with uh, guys who've been through that uh, like you or Brian or uh, Alex, who does the the five session plan, um, it really gives you the confidence to make uh, those bigger decisions um, and and learn ways that you can uh, cut some fat and and be more efficient. Um, Alex's program, uh, he obviously went in a deep dive, and the last session was my favorite because he did uh, this breakdown of all the numbers and and what. Like he did a full projection for the following year of what I could expect to make. Um, and obviously he's planning on uh, you adding employees and, and doing all this and, and getting really big. And he showed me the projection of what I could be doing. And it was awesome to see, but you can use the same um, techniques that he gives you 
on a solo operation and, and just be as efficient as possible. You may not hit the, the total revenue number um, that he's projecting for you, but you can be as profitable as possible um, using the, the techniques that he uh, explains. And obviously you explain in your uh, one-on-one um, uh, coaching calls as well. I, I learned how to install sod from, from talking to you. The, the first time that I installed sod, it worked out well, but I definitely didn't do it the way that you should. Cause I spent like two days grading out the, the property before I even installed the sod. Yeah, def- sod is definitely a, a lessons learned. Uh, it's it's not as easy as you think because the the easy part's laying down the piece of sod. It's just like a little puzzle. It's like laying bricks. Uh-huh. Like, that's easy. The difficult part is is getting the area graded um, so where it's smooth and, and and you got a place for your um, you know water to kind of flow and 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 you know that takes a lot of hard work. And then on top of all of that, I think people don't understand how to price sod jobs and, and understand how many man hours of labor that grading day, it shouldn't be grading days. It should be grading day. Um, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, that grading day could be, you know, a lot of man hours of labor that needs to be calculated in the price. Um, when you do a sod job, but I love, I love sod. I've, I've saw, I have the name, I'm not going to say it, but I have a name of a sod company. I want to start that only does sod. I just, my schedule is absolutely crazy. Um, but I'd love to just do sod, you know what I mean? Just, just have a sod company, um, with how it yeah. was growing up, but. Right. And that, that's the thing that I'm struggling with right now is that, uh, because I had so many, uh, lawn maintenance clients that are rolling over from last year when I added them, I've spread out my schedule and now I don't have the, as much of an opportunity to, uh, do those sod jobs anymore. Cause I only have, uh, Thursdays and Fridays available. Um, but if there's any, um, rain days, then I need a buffer to account for, uh, extra lawn maintenance customers. Um, so it's going to be more difficult this year to, uh, add bigger jobs. Um, but my lawn maintenance, uh, is now 60 to 70% of my business. So just making sure that that stays as profitable as possible is going to be uh, object number one for me. Yeah. Well, one of the ways of getting as profitable as possible, I, I think you had sent me a DM that you raised your prices. So wa- that's right. walk us through that experience and any hiccups you had along the way and, and how you went about communicating that to your, to your uh, customers to tell us the whole story. Cause there's a lot of guys that are scared right now to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I used uh, the pricing matrix um, that you have as well all year last year. And so I have a full season of data um, that I can look at and decide which uh, customers need to be raised a lot and which customers just need a, a minor increase. Um, and so I was able to go through and, and some of them got, got a, like a 15 to 20% raise. Um, and then other ones just got a, uh, the inflation, like 10% raise. Um, I don't think I went below 10% this year, just based on, uh, all the, the gas prices and, and stuff kind of getting out of control. Um, so, uh, I did kind of a, a more significant raise than I would normally do, but that's just kind of the way that the world is at the moment. Um, and so I, I took the, the sheet, went down each customer, added the, the new price, just emailed it off to them. Um, with, a a headline that said, uh, 
uh, mowing season 2022 uh, rate increase. And then email them the, the file. I made it a PDF. Uh, just looks more pr- professional, in my opinion, that it's a PDF instead of a, a Word document. Um, and then uh, waited for their response. And every single one of them emailed back like, yeah, sure. No problem. Um, a couple of the, yeah, a couple of customers, you know, are, um, they're really happy with the service. So they joke around. They're like, what? You're raising me $5. Oh, that's okay. You know, they, they joke around with you, but, uh, yeah, everybody said yes. They're all very happy to, uh, continue paying the, the increased rate and, uh, keep it going. So, um, I was able to, uh, increase revenue, um, pretty, uh, pretty easily using that letter. You you use the price increase letter? Yeah, the one from you. Yep. Okay. Now, the reason we send it out as a, because uh, I agree with what you said of sending it as a PDF, but the reason we have to, when you guys download it um, off the website as a dot .docx is that's the easiest way where you can edit it. So, mm-hmm. um, but I agree with you. If you want to then convert it to a PDF after you've done your um, you know, putting your information on there where it says insert address here, whatever, you know, plug and play it to, to your liking. And then I think that's a brilliant idea to send it as a PDF um, uh, to your customer. So you're telling me, I want to hear this correctly. You had a hundred percent success with raising your prices this year. Yes. I, I did not lose anybody. Wow. And yeah, that was a minimum of 10%. Minimum of 10%. Yeah. Some of them were, were like 15 to 20% increase. There you go, guys. I mean, that's, that's case closed right there, Jason. I I've been talking with some people that are, are scared. They're nervous. They're afraid their customers, you know, I had one guy, we, I, we, I thought we were going to get a fist fight. We're on the phone, but he's like, you don't understand my market. And you, who do you think you are to tell people they raise their prices, you know, 12% and you don't understand, you know, and we're going back and forth. Yeah. It's like, dude, you have to raise your price. You just, you know, and, um, yeah. I, I, I don't know his market. I know the Atlanta market, but you're, you're telling mm-hmm. me you're in Washington state, 10, 15, 20% and a hundred percent success rate. So I, I, mm-hmm. I think you, you, you know, anybody that's on the fence that, that should have just about do it. Yeah. I mean, uh, I had the, the one customer year one that I used your, uh, your rate increase letter. I changed it from $35 to $50. I remember that know? story. She, and, she told uh, you to take no, a hike. Yeah. I remember back. that. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's even worked with that one. So it, it works because it explains it clearly that uh, it's not because I just want more money. It's because I can't pay my overhead bills without charging you this increased rate. Yeah, exactly. Now, how has, yeah. how has, and I love that you're in going into year three and you know, your numbers, this, this fine tuned, how is looking at the spreadsheet of the pricing matrix and seeing, Oh, wow. I make, $47 per man hour in this property or $64 per man hour. How, how is that looking at those numbers? How, how has that worked with your brain and, and the decisions you make as a business owner, actually knowing those numbers? Cause most guys, Jason, surprisingly, they don't know those numbers. They, they really don't keep mm-hmm. the data and they just don't know. And they're just, they're just winging it. Yeah. The, um, it's been really nice to, to be able to look at this and, um, certain properties, you can see the, the change in the day, right? So each each service has its own separate uh, input, right? So one day you you service it and you're you're cruising, and maybe you get uh, sixty five dollars uh, a man hour, 
at the end of it. But then the following week, um, you input your numbers and you're only at uh, $50 per man hour. So now you got to go back and look at, okay, what happened that day? Why, why did I slow down? Oh, it's because Miss Jones came out and, and talked to me for 10 minutes about another uh, estimate that she wanted a, a quote on. Like, oh, okay. So I, I can let that one slide because I was trying to drum up more business, right? Um, so you just kind of go over and you, you find out what your, your seasonal average was on the, the entire season because you're going to get that at every property. Uh, one one or two weeks out of the year, you're going to have that customer come out and uh, you know want to talk to you bring, about- Bring you uh, some sweet tea and cookies, man. Yeah, they're going to want to- they're going to want to talk to you, especially if you uh, are are getting to know them really well. They're going to want to talk to you about your your family, how's everybody doing. Um, I have one uh, older customer who's who's like that, always wants to know how how my kids are doing and and how's uh, my wife doing and all that. And so it it takes me you know an extra ten fifteen minutes every time um, doing that. But you don't want to avoid talking to them, right? So you just look at your rate, like oh it looks like I'm spending more time there because I'm offering that extra customer service. So I'm just going to increase the rate a little bit to account for that time that I'm spending there. Uh, and you can do that on every, every single property, depending on how, how they're uh, spending their time with you. You know, you can make sure that you're getting paid for that time that you're, you're serving the customer. That's fantastic. If you don't mind sharing what, where are you kind of landing? Are you at 55 bucks a man hour, 60 bucks a man hour? What, what was kind of your year two results? Cause most guys started aren't even anywhere close to that. Um, so I'm proud, yeah, I'm proud me, of yeah. you for, um, you know, making so much progress, uh, so quickly in this industry. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at it. It looks like I was averaging uh, between seventy-five and eighty dollars a man hour. Fantastic. Yeah, Absolutely. and my goal for this year is trying to to consistently hit eighty and and push it to ninety if I can. That's fantastic. Um, what would you say going from a a very reliable, steady, large company, um, steady paycheck? you know, peace of mind that you're going to get paid on payday um, to going to investing in a business where now you got to go buy a 61 inch more. You may not have to have to, but you, you know, in order to run this thing yeah. successfully, you go out and you buy the 61 inch mower, you buy the um, various truck trailer, you know, necessary setups with the power equipment. You're, you're, you're pouring all this money into building this thing. And, mm -hmm. um, you're, you're spending money, not making money. Um, so the first year or two can be very challenging because of how much of an investment it is to, to get the thing up and running. But what's kind of been your, um, emotions and mindset of going from the steady Eddie paycheck is a nice paycheck. If you got paid what, mm -hmm. you know, my friends got while they were there to now having to, to really be on top of things to, to put food on the table. What, what's that been like for you going from a employee to a, a small business owner now that you you're kind of got your feet established here. Um, well, during the season, it, uh, is definitely a lot less stressful. Um, yeah, I, I know that sounds backwards, but I got the consistent income with the lawn maintenance during the season and it's busy as heck, but that's what, um, uh, keeps me, keeps me motivated, keeps me going, um, gives me the energy to, to keep, keep rolling. But in the off season, that's when I get uh, the most stressed out. Um, 
not having any jobs to do uh, and watching my uh, the savings that I built up kind of dwindle um, during the off season. So um, the the biggest thing that I would say um, to anybody starting out, you know, is year one, make sure that uh, you are setting aside a uh, winter fund um, that you can use once the lawn maintenance has, has gone uh, uh, down the drain. Uh, Cause it doesn't, it doesn't, unless you're uh, down South, I don't think you can mow year round um, in, in any other region of the country. So uh, it definitely is, is uh, a struggle during the winter for me um, and just staying motivated. So uh, what I did this off season uh, was join the gym just so I have something to do to keep my mind at ease. Um, and I started on uh, Monday through Saturday, every morning at 5 a.m., uh, going to the gym I to uh, get a workout in. I love it, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Have, have, you yeah. seen, so, um, have you seen your, your body really kind of take shape and, and some results? And how's that going? That's, that's very um, consistent. Yeah, it uh, definitely started uh, after the first month. Um, my body started, uh, having some better changes in the arms and the legs and, and showing some, some growth. So it's very exciting. My, uh, cousin actually, um, uh, was a bodybuilder. He competed in a bodybuilding competition, uh, last year. So I've been training with him. Um, he has a lot of knowledge as far as, uh, weightlifting goes. So it's just, uh, it's given me something to, uh, look forward to on a daily basis on the off season to be able to get up, get some energy out and relax the mind. Cause the, the more I sit down, um, the, the more I feel like I, um, just kind of melt into the couch and then I just feel so lazy and, and unmotivated and, um, hard to do anything around the house, uh, when you feel like that, you know? So, um, just, uh, number one, get that, uh, winter fun, um, saved and then find something to do in the off season that can help, uh, relax your mind. Cause that's the most stressful part for me. Yeah. And I think you chose the right way to give your time and energy because the, the better you look and feel, um, that translates into self-respect and confidence. And as you run a business, when they see, Oh man, you take care of yourself and you just, there's so mm-hmm. many things that, because I, I, I've been consistently working out and things of that nature. And, and it, it's really uh, transforming other areas of my life, just the confidence I have and the um, just the diligence to be consistent. And, you know, you miss one day and people, where are you at? You know, what's wrong? What's going on? Paul, you everything all right? You know, and so I love it, man. I, 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 uh, that's uh, very encouraging to hear. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been great. And then, um, like you said, the confidence it gives you, um, you can go up to a customer who's requesting quote on lawn maintenance, uh, and just look at it, you know, measure the square footage and be like, yep. Uh, based on the numbers that I've been looking, I can tell you it's going to be $85, uh, per cut plus tax. And, and they look at you like, uh, you're crazy, but then you just stand your ground because you're confident in yourself and, and they say, okay, sounds good. It's awesome. Yeah. So and good. And that's based on a true story that happened today. Oh, t- today. Tell, tell, yeah. tell, tell us the story. That's great. Yeah, I had uh, scheduled a uh, uh, lawn maintenance estimate. So I went out there to his property. And he was one of these guys that's uh, 
just so busy that he, he didn't even have time for me. Right. So he goes, uh, opens the door and, uh, he's like, Hey, I'm in a couple of meetings. If you just want to go look around and, and give me a quote. So, okay. So I walk around the property. I, I measure the, the size of the yard. It was probably like 2000 square feet, but it had a, a tiered, um, lawn. So the access to the top part of the lawn was a little bit more difficult than the bottom part. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I did the measurements, uh, wrote up a quote for him and I emailed it to him and, uh, he emailed me right back. He's like, uh, sure. Sounds good. We'll, uh, we'll get signed up. Like, All right. Well, here's the link to add your card on file and, uh, you'll be on my Monday route. And that's so uh, good. And then we went. So good, man. That's, that's inspiring, man. And, and, and like you said, when you're, you're working out, you, you're not sitting on the couch eating potato chips, you know, in depression. And I'm, I'm not, uh, I've been doing some coaching calls with folks that are struggling with depression and, emo- you know, mm-hmm. all the, the winter blues, I guess. And, you know, I'm sitting down here in Georgia and it's sunny outside at 70 degrees and I, I'm being sympathetic, but guys up north, you know, they're calling me they're like, Paul, it's 12 degrees, man. And I just, you know, it's, it's, it's a real thing. It's, it's, um, you're not working and making money and, and it's cold and it's dark. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, um, I really think that going to the gym and the uh, chemical, listen, I'm not, if you're in depression or, you know, you've got some serious stuff going on, I, I'm not trying to be lighthearted about this, but I, I do think it helps to go to the gym because you, there's chemicals and endorphins, all, all this stuff. I don't really understand about the human body as, as, you, mm-hmm. as you work out. And then as you work out, especially if you're working out with a professional like that, um, they're going to tell you everything's in the kitchen. And so then you start eating cleaner and, um, it really does make a, a difference. I'm not going to say it's going to move the needle from getting, you know, being fully depressed to being full, full of happiness, but it does, it does influence when you, when you start to make better decisions with what you eat and, and going to the gym. And so I think that's really cool. Yeah. yeah I have a, a funny story too. So, uh, the, like you said, down in Georgia, you know, it's, it's sunny, it's beautiful. Right. And you get that, uh, that vitamin is a vitamin D you get from the sun, right? Yeah. Dr. Frank was explaining this to me. It hits your skin and then it somehow converts to vitamin D and it's, it's really good for you. Um, just to to go, go, he's giving me incentive to go down the pool for 15 minutes every day. So, all right, yes, sir. No no problem. Yeah. (laughs) Right. makes you feel better. So or supposedly makes you feel better. makes, uh, everything better. Right. So, um, in the Northwest up here during the winter, it's great, man. There's, there's hardly any sun. And when it's, it's just kind of a misty, moist, uh, three months where you, you just don't see the sun up here. Right. Uh, it doesn't necessarily rain all the time, but it's, uh, definitely not sunny and, and beautiful out. Um, so I never used a tanning bed, but I get access to it at the gym I joined for free. So I was like, Oh, what the heck? I'll, I'll it's supposed to be good for you. I'll, I'll go in and just try it one time. So I, <laughs> I go in there. I was like, I'll just do 10 minutes. Right. And I get into it. And <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure if the, if the machine was working right or if I just used it wrong, but it only, uh, got me on the front half. The oh, bottom half, I guess man. did not work. And it burned me like crazy oh, for 10 minutes. Man. So I, I, I was all red on the front half. And completely white on the back half. I look like. Oh man! <laughs> and you're a lobster too. You're supposed to start out with like three or four minutes, and then and then work your way up. I had no idea. I was like, uh, ten minutes shouldn't be bad, right? Ten minutes. Oh, oh yeah. Man. I'll never again. I'm never again going to do that. You know, I, I 
I'm done. I'm over. I'm over that. The sun's gonna come out soon. I'll, I'll just get the natural vitamin D. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it was bad, Paul. It was bad. <laughs> well, the uh, trainer at our gym says uh, t- tan it and tone it, t- tone it and tan it. That's uh, yeah. She goes to those uh, competitions you know and and they got like spray paints or or spray tans or I, I don't understand all right. that. But she's like, you 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 tone it and tan it, tone it and tan it. So, yeah. but it, thank God oh, that you can spray tan. the sitting out at the pool in seventy degree weather is the easier um easier route than uh, sitting in that claustrophobic thing. Right. Oh yeah, it was uh, very tight tight quarters. I used to live that. up in Ohio, man. And those <laughs> girls up there would get those fake tans and it's like, so fake, you know what I mean? Like down here in Georgia, yeah. the girls, they call them Georgia peaches, but it's not, you know, it's a natural looking, it's just not, you know, it's eight months of the year down here. It's very warm. Mm-hmm. But, um, I remember in Ohio, man, them girls were like, they baking that thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, that that's an experience uh, one time only for me. There you go. Well, I think we about <laughs> I think our variety of topics on this show has been uh, very uh, thorough <laughs> from uh, yeah. t- tanning <laughs> really beds to uh, raising your prices to dealing with employees that quit. So uh, yeah, and much much more. So Mr. Producer will have fun with putting the title on this one, man. He's usually pretty good about that, but we gave him a lot of ammo on this one. Oh gosh. Well, my friend, Dr. Frank's actually on his way over and, and, and him and I are going to batch some content here and uh, I'm going to go get a little bit of water and a cough drop and uh, get back to it. But it's it's good catching up. And um, again, it's a compliment to the community. And, and you mentioned Brian Fullerton and Alex Kirby and, and, and thanks for the kind words you said about myself. But it's just really cool to see um, this community. Cause I have some thoughts sometimes, Jason, I'm like, man, mm-hmm. when I go into the studio and, and we share this information, it's like, there's people right now, they're working in a completely different field. And one day they're going to find out about whoever in our industry, you know, whether it's my podcast or Brian's podcast or, or both of them and they'll start listening or whatever. And, and that will happen like two years from now they'll, they'll, like someone might listen to you and I having this conversation, um, you know, that, that they're not, they're in a whole nother job right now. And so I think it's a cool testament to you helping Brian, helping everyone, helping each other out. And, um, you know, there's bad apples in the community that are just, um, arrogant and selfish or whatever. But, um, I just want to say thank you to the community because to watch someone like you come in and making $75, $80 per man hour in, in year two, it's, um, a lot of the credit goes to you. I mean, all the credit goes to you, but um, there's also some influence from the community and the information that we put out there. Um, And and I just think it's really Mm -hmm. cool to see you catch on to that early and and really excel rapidly because most people aren't as successful as you are um, this early in in their business. So it's, it's just really cool and and, and satisfying to me um, to hear um, testimonies like you you know, going into year three, telling the guy 85 bucks, putting your shoulders back and getting it. It's, it's, it's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. And, you know, there's, uh, just like you said, so much, uh, information, um, out there, uh, free content, you know, it's on the, on the podcast. You guys are spending all your time putting out there for people to listen to, um, uh, and people can listen to it for free. And it's, it's awesome that it's available. And, um, if you're not listening to it, you know, <laughs> 
you're you're missing out because there's a lot of uh, uh, good nuggets in every single episode uh, and all the podcasts, and uh, you can use those to uh, to benefit from, you know. Cool, man. Well, I appreciate all the kind words. I appreciate the updates. This is your third time on the program, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah so I know. Well, You're making me famous, Paul. Well, I, I appreciate you because I, I remember when we, you know, when we got started and, and then it was like, oh, this is a really cool story. And I think there is so many, uh, well, I get a lot of feedback of um, good, bad or ugly people, you know, people let me know what they think about the show. <laughs> and there's a lot of people are like, man, you know, that was a good episode because they could resonate with your resonate with your story. And then we had you back on and um, now a third time. So we'll, we'll just kind of follow along the journey and, and, you know, who knows where this thing ends up. Maybe you sell it for a million bucks or 2 million bucks one day, or, you know, um, who, who knows That'd where, your, who knows where your story ends. Um, but it's just fun to, it's just fun to follow the track. Cause you, you basically have a blank canvas that you're, you're filling out however you want to fill it out. And I also like bringing guests on that just, share authentically because some guy might say, Hey, I'm solo and proud like Jason and, um, not you, Jason, but the Jason Creole and, um, mm-hmm. Johnny Moe. And, and then you got others like Alex that's super aggressive, build this, you know, build, 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 you know, you don't want to play, you know, and, 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 and just letting everybody hear both perspectives and, and there's other perspectives. And so, um, I just appreciate you being honest and, and authentic and, and sharing your story. And, and I, I definitely know you guys listen and been blessed. So I got to go get a sip of water and a cough drop. And, uh, I'm on my, uh, um, I, I batch. I, I it's, so I'll do like five, six podcasts in one day. And so, uh, oh, I'm, I'm on the tail end today. So I gotta, I gotta go recruit and, um, bang out another one. Dr. Frank, he'll be on tomorrow's program. So a little plug for that. Right on. Well, thank you, Paul. All right. Well, thank you, my friend, and, and stay in touch. And uh, if we ever do a, uh, um, a, a a tour out your way, man, I definitely want to come stop by and, and see your setup and, and, and get a picture with that mountain in the background that I see. Oh, absolutely. Cool, man. Well, we'll stay in touch, my friend. All right. All right. See you. Well, guys, that was a powerful and encouraging testimonial from Jason that he got his prices increased between 10 and 20%. And this is the first time I think I've heard this. 100% of his customers uh, went for it. And so that's really encouraging of how I think receptive people are specifically this year to raising prices and uh, definitely a testimony to our product, our template, the price increase letter. Uh, Jason's been using that for years now and uh, it's earned him a whole bunch of money um, as he sent that out to his customers. So if you have not already gotten our price increase letter template, you can get that at the greenindustrypodcast.com. It's a plug and play. It will give you the professional, concise, effective way to notify your customers that their price is going up this year. And then you just edit it to add in their customized information like their name and uh, your address and, and, and the bells and whistles like that. But the actual messaging It is perfected to give you the absolute best opportunity so that your customers will say yes to your new price increase. Pick up the price increase letter today at the greenindustrypodcast.com. And of course, if you can't remember (laughs) greenindustrypodcast.com, the link will be in today's show notes. You can just click on that and uh, it will take you there as well. Thanks for listening, my friends. Smash that follow button and hope to catch you on the next episode of the Green Industry Podcast.
This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.